What time is it? Showtime. The brothers discuss sports and provide betting tips. The best kept secret in sports investing. Please welcome Bolt Brady and his bro. All right, what's happening out there? You are listening to Bolt Brady and his bro. It's the best place to get your sports gambling information. We're in the thick of the NBA playoffs. Let's chat some hoops with our guy. We are going to chat some hoops, but before we jump into that, uh, I thought I had to point this out because this is pretty incredible. So uh, there's this accountant in Australia, and he went for the push-up record, world record. Okay, get a load of this. I was like, no way. So he did push-ups for an hour straight, and he did 3,200 of them, Jeez. which comes out to be 53 a minute. Wow. Is he like a Navy SEAL type dude? <laughs> yeah, you'd wonder. Well, it said he's an accountant. I'm like, come on. Is that his cover for the Navy SEAL? Whoa. I, just think about that. 53 a minute for an hour straight. I mean, doing 53 in one minute is tough enough. And someone's checking to see, like, he goes down far enough and up far enough. Oh, yeah. When you do the world record, like, you know, they, they, they're going to be critical on how you do the, that. The Guinness rep is there to. That's right. <laughs> That's right. So anyway, I was like, whoa, props to that guy. Jeez. Yeah. Nice job to that Australian. <laughs> yeah, if you're listening, my friend. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well done. <laughs> All the way down to Australia. So now let's dive into the NBA playoffs. And it's exciting, isn't it? It sure is. Some of them are. Some of them are garb. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I think everyone has agreement on which ones are crappy or not. How about this? Chuck Wagon, Chuck Barkley, he knows when it was uh when the, <laughs> I was watching the watching them on TV when they found out that it was the Celtics Hawks and Chuck goes Shh. You don't even need to watch that series. <laughs> and and they were like, whoa, Chuck, I don't think TBS, you know, because they covered Lana, the station TBS. He's like, I don't think uh, they're really going to be liking that comment. No. And Chuck, you could tell Chuck was like, whoops, maybe I shouldn't have said that one. Yeah. Even if you didn't live like, you know, East Coast, West Coast bias, like if if you put the East squads out here on the West, I'd be like, man, this is tough to watch these West Coast <laughs> Oh, well, that's when I'd go turn her off. I mean, we're hitting the sack, which sucks for the people on the East Coast is all the the West Coast games are late at night. Mm -hmm. Those are the best matchups. I mean, dude, if the last game of the night was the Sixers-Nets, all right. Yeah. Nothing about that series is good. The only thing that I watch for is big Joel and B because, you know, he's always in the MVP talk. That is the only thing to watch because Harden – Come on. Like, if you didn't know anything about basketball and you didn't know about his earlier career, you're like, who is this guy? This guy's a sap. Well, even when he was was humming and rolling, like he just controlled the ball too much for me. Oh. It's like, you know, he could put the numbers up, but he just always has to have the ball. Yeah, and he was doing it again last night. He was chucking up the three balls. He even had an air ball. He was lucky it was at home, so he didn't catch any slack for it. Yeah. It's good looking. I mean, that basketball is good looking. So Celtics, Hawks, garbage. Nothing to say there. Sixers, Nets, garbage. (laughs) We get a little bit better when we get into the Cavs, Knicks. And that's because of my boy Donovan Mitchell with the hops. Spied. Yeah. But uh, do they call him Spider-Man because of his hops? Spider. What's that for? I I mean, I've heard it, but where's it come from? I I don't know. Yeah. Jumps like a spider. Interesting. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but um yeah so they they lost their first series now they come back minus the six and a half 
What do you think? Um, like Brunson's pretty solid for the Knicks, and you know they they always talk about like Kyrie or Luca. You know, can they play together? Like Luca's pretty ball dominant, obviously, but they always said Brunson didn't like playing with with Luca that much either. Yeah, so he's I, like, dude, I'll flourish here in NY. Right. Where, where uh, all I have is Big Randall. It's just me and Big Randall. So that that series. That one's, you know, obviously a little bit better because that game will probably or that series will probably go seven, and then the last one in in the East um, is the Bucks Heat, and what makes that interesting is our boy Giannis and his back, mm-hmm. and then uh, the guard for the Heat breaking his hand, Tyler Hero. Yeah, I mean they <clears throat> said they said at least four or five weeks with with the hand. That's that's a tough break for them. I always enjoy watching the Heat and Jimmy Butler. Yeah, Jimmy gets after it. Jimmy Buckets. <laughs> That's a sweet nickname. Yeah. Um, what's the deal with Big Giannis? Uh, they said on the MRI thing it wasn't as bad as they thought. It's kind of like the lower back bruise. So yeah. he'll be fine. Oh, wow. Uh, that reminds me. I learned the hard way about that game. So I saw him go down, and we were at a friend's um, for their son's birthday watching the game. And so I'm not fully watching the game like I normally do at home, like when it's bolt action and I'm watching the whole game. This one, I was looking at it, coming, you know, talking, looking, talking. So I saw he got hurt and I go, oh, he's fine. So then the game goes on and I'm looking at the end game and I keep rocking the Bucks end game. And then all of a, yeah. <laughs> then all of a sudden I go, oh, <laughs> rotten. Giannis is out. <laughs> okay. That was a, that's a tough one right there. So I got the L on the end game with the Bucks there. You go, hey, honey, no more uh, B-Day parties for me during these. <laughs> You're no. taking money out of our pocket here. <laughs> yeah. Well, they were they were really good family friends, so that one that one's okay. But one game uh, that we did hit was the best bet now that we're moving over into the West side of things. The big Lakers, when they played Minnesota, the play-in game. Mm-hmm. We said under 233, and that thing hit even after overtime. That's when Anthony Davis fouled McConley on oh, the three. Yeah. Come he, on. When he challenged him in the corner and kind of threw the rear end to him. Like, what are you doing? And the, But then the guy did knock down all three free throws. Yep. That was pretty legit. But it still went under 233 with the overtime. And so we're on a little bit of a run here. 11-1 run that we're on. Going back to March Madness. Yeah, it's great. The story, you know, I mean, like it was during the regular seasons, like a lot of these dudes are getting dinged up. You know, John Morant's hand, he's probably going to miss this next game. Yeah, what happened to his hand? Just the way he landed on it. Kind of, I think it was his left hand. Yeah. Uh, just tried to kind of elevate the hops, was coming into the lane, and just took the awkward landing onto <laughs> it. And he does have the hops. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that sucks because he's obviously one of the big names and we can, we can, uh, yeah. So it's the big Grizzlies and the Lakers. Hmm. Lake show got the first game, obviously the Grizz probably get the second. Cause you almost find like when the, when the away team snags the first game, cause that's their goal, right? They just want to get one or two. They come out in game two and of course they try to play, but like if they don't get the lead, they just kind of go, let's pack her in. We're heading back to LA. So kind of look for that in the end game. Um, you might see the Lake Show start to pack it in. Yeah. If they get I, behind. I don't know. They, they're they're playing pretty well right now. The, the one thing about the Grizzlies, though, is they've played better last season and this season. When when Jaw's out, they don't do too shabby. 
Like their record was pretty good last year. Oh yeah, it's not a, it's not a big deal at all. Yeah, it's one of those things where like these guys don't think about as much as giving him the ball, and they all play together better. Well, it's almost embarrassing that they do well when he's not there because he's like rotten. Uh, maybe I don't deserve all these chippers. <laughs> well, some of these guys can move sneakers and jersey sales, but it doesn't necessarily <laughs> mean that the team's better. That's right. That's right. Um, okay, now the another interesting series here was the Big Suns and Clippers. Holy shimoli. Kawhi. Dude, Kawhi says, listen, I may not play very many games in a row, but when I do, I can still ball. <laughs> I mean, he didn't even have his running mate, Big Paul George. No. And he goes, doesn't matter, because that squad's got loads of people on the team. My boy Russ, three for 19. <laughs> Russ, let's talk about Russ. He did go three for 19 from the field, but, dude, he was a difference maker everywhere else. Well, that's what that's what Paul George was saying. You know, he's like, I, you know, I vouched for this guy. I said, grab him when he was, you know, available to pick up there after the trade deadline. He's like, it's not about his shooting stats. It's about everything else he brings to the game. Right. So how about this? How about they just take Russ and they go, Russ, you're incredible. You've got, we love your motor. We love your hops. Let's just not shoot, big guy. You don't need to shoot the ball 19 times. How about this? We'll let you shoot the ball nine times <laughs> and let's get the rest of your game. Okay, big guy. And how much better would they be? That's just kind of, it's just an ego thing, really. I mean, you know, there's, he's, it's, it's literally his ego. Like he's like, dude, I need to get some points here. Well, when they sag, you know, they're just like, well, he's, at, he's at the three and they're like, I'll be back here in the paint. And bud. that's embarrassing. But I mean, he, he deed up on Booker, especially there at the end when he blocked it. And then just another case of professionals like go play on and stop arguing when Russ blocked the last shot of the game. Booker looks to the ref like, hey, where's the call? And then Russ throws it off him as he's trying to chit with the ref. Yeah. Dude, just ridiculous. So They all do that in every series. It's just like the constant look over and be like, what, what are you seeing here? Right, I know. And then guess what the younger generations do? Because mm-hmm. they go, wow, well, Booker's doing it and Jaw does it and you know everyone else does it. We're going to chit with the refs too. And that's not the play. <laughs> You think the Suns are going to bounce back? Um, on their next game, probably. I mean, I don't feel comfortable taking the seven and a half. But with that, wow, do I have an incredible stat for you. You ready for this one? So comes out that there's been 10 playoff games so far, okay? And the winner has covered every game, meaning the point spread has not come into um, play. So the favorite either covered the spread or the underdog won the game, didn't even need the points, okay? 10-0 and 0 so far. All right, well, that's great. That's not much of a sample, but that's interesting. But how about this? The last three years, there's been 188 playoff games, and the winner has not – has. it's the same stat. The winner has not needed the spread 171-17. and 17. The winner covers the spread. So out of the 188 games, the winner covers the spread in 171 of them. What? Why is this important? Well, what it's telling us is that the spread doesn't even come into play really in the NBA playoffs. Yeah, but you just have to be on the right side of the of the. Well, pick. you sure do. You sure do. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's yeah, that's that's harder. <laughs> but it's still you do. Wow. Well, but but listen, wouldn't it be a lot easier if you thought of it this way? Hey, who's just going to win the game? No, yeah, I get yeah. it. Yeah. So with that in mind, 
You know, you're looking at teams like the Suns and the Cavs, um, who both who lost their first games at home. How are they going to battle back? You know, history says that if they win the game, they're going to cover. That's the way to look at it. So the Suns is seven and a half for game two. Yeah, yeah, that seems high. Right. Well, guess what? You and all the Joes are going to think that the Suns probably blow them out of the water. So you're loading up on Phoenix. Nope, it's not a best bet, but but, but I will be looking that way personally. Probably we'll mm. take a little gander at it. <laughs> are you looking at the percentages that the public's taking on these? Mm, sometimes. I mean, you know, when it gets way out of whack, like if the public, um, the Joe pubs are all going one way. Like I think they were all taking the big war dogs last night, but we'll save that series for last to talk about because that's by far the best. Sure is. Woo! What you think about the, the Nuggets? The Nugs. Well, the Nugs pounded the big T-Wolves. And let me go back real quick. So the T-Wolves won the play play-in game, right, against mm-hmm. the Thunder. And um, the Thunder actually um, has a – Dude, so they're young with Shea, and then that Australian player, um, Giddy, Josh Giddy. Yeah. He's only 20, um, and they were saying both of his parents played for professional basketball. I've never really seen that guy play very much. That guy balls, and then get a load of this. So you got Shea and Giddy, right? So that's a good nu- young nucleus. How about this? I was like, no way. So I had to rewind. I even went on the internet to double-check this. In the next five years, the Thunder have 15 first-round draft choices. Yeah, no, they said huh. they said Sam Presti, the, the GM, he just kept stockpiling those when, when they made the trades. When they got Durant and, and Westbrook out of there and Adams went to the Grizzlies. Wow. He I just mean, kept taking in the picks. Dude, if they were a stock on the stock market, would you be loading up on the Thunder right now? They got big Chet Holmgren injured. Yes, exactly. He didn't, he Chet, didn't play. Right. So you have Chet and those two I mentioned, and then you have 15 draft choices. I mean, that's three a year in the first round. I mean, they're going to be unreal. This year's pick will be pretty decent, decently high. Um yeah, you could take some of those and package them for like another young dude that's that's decent, to, or you know, some veteran who's late twenties kind of control these guys a little bit. I mean, if you're in um, Oklahoma City here, wow, start to load up on the season tickets. How juiced would you be? <laughs> you know, I mean, I'd be getting the season tickets for sure. Yeah, they were way more competitive this year than people thought they would be. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So anyway, but the T Wolves won the ball game. And they played the Nugs, and the Nugs just, that wasn't even close. Thanks for playing. Um, It's tough to beat, you know, I was talking to our boys in Colorado. It's tough to beat the Nugs at home. It just, they they ball. I think probably, it's obviously my opinion, but the Nugs, the Celtics, and the War Dogs are the toughest teams to beat on their home court. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that series is peace out. I mean, the Nugs will win the next one, and then the T Wolves will, will probably get one. That boy, that bad boy is the four to one. Let's move on. Yeah, you think those get the NBA guys feel the altitude very much when they go in there for a series? I don't know. I mean, I don't know how much that plays into play. I think I could see like you know in football that could maybe matter more like with the linemen because these guys weigh three bills. And and their pop bellies are rocking a little bit. It might affect them. But, I mean, these guys are like some of the best athletes in the world. Are they really sweating a little bit more altitude? Probably not. 
Yeah, and if you're in town for like the four days too, you, you adjust a little bit more. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I think the Nuggets, the next round is where they're going to have some trouble. The the Suns or the Clippers. Mm, maybe. I mean, are you really scared of the Suns and the Clips that much? I mean, used to the Suns looked like garbage, and that one game they can. I mean, they're probably going to, you know, look incredible this next game. But I mean. I was watching them, and I'm not impressed with the defense. I mean, you know, you get Durant and stuff, but I mean, dude, he's such garbage on defense. The guy's seven feet tall, and he averages like three rebounds. Uh, <laughs> his warrior days, he used to get into a little bit more. He he could be like a little lane protector and help recover. That's true. He did back in those days. I haven't seen him do it anymore, though. If someone would get beat, he'd come over with those long arms and kind of bat it. Right. Well, that was probably because maybe they stressed defense a little bit more. On the War Dogs back in those days. <laughs> now, speaking of the War Dogs, holy cow. What is going on with the War Dogs? What's your first take on that bad boy? Must see TV, first of all. Maybe. Yes, I would agree with that. And unfortunately, it's the last game. So it starts at 7 o'clock for us on the West Coast. Not a big deal. But even our boys, you know, they get to see half and then they have to go to bed. How about on the East Coast? That thing starts at 10 ticks. And here you've got kids that are huge hoop fans. And, dude, the game starts at 10. They're already in the sack. Yeah, and sometimes it gets bumped like the 10 minutes past that because the other <laughs> the East Coast game's like wrapping up. Right. So it's like the 10-10 tip. Right. But, you know, exciting, fun to watch. Uh, the Kings fans kind of held their ground, too. They didn't let – you know, it seems like most of them are in the arena, like 90%. Yep. Yep, they are. Actually, one of our friends, uh, Springs, his his son and uh, his friend drove up from the Bay to the game. Oh, nice. Yep. But they haven't had much to watch because unless they're there to watch, light the beam. Right. <laughs> I mean, they're close. I mean, they're, they're tight games coming down to those last two minutes. Mm-hmm. Steph's doing his thing, but as soon as they give him a blow, it's like there, there goes the lead. Then they're down by... Maybe double digits. Yeah. And what's Poole doing? This guy, I, I never was a fan of his game. <laughs> I know when Steph was out, he was able to develop and could shoot a little more carefree. I mean, this guy's going to make $28 million next year, and then it goes over to 30-something. Really? And he's terrible. I mean, he's just, let's not say he's terrible. He, he can shoot during the regular season if he's left open, but when he's supposed to take over the second unit and he kind of goes to the lane and throws up these one-handed floaters and talk about someone looking at the ref... They're not giving you that call in the playoffs on the road. Well, and yeah, you know, he's he thinks he can do what Steph does, and he can't. No. Like, you you, no, you can't shoot from 30, yeah, and you can't throw up these floaters. Like, that's a serious skill that Steph has. Yeah. He needs to clean that up a little bit. Um, I mean, he had like four points last night. Is that all? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's not cutting it. Go with my boy DiVincenzo over him. He mm. plays D. Right. Wants it a little more. Yep, he does need a little bit more PT. Well... Someone needs to cover Malik Monk. Yeah, I like his game. Wow, is that guy just tearing them apart? I'm sure he's kind of on the little bit more on the national radar now because I didn't even really know much about him. Like he, so he played at Kentucky mm-hmm. for one year, then he went to the Lake Show, and nothing happened there clearly. And then he comes here, and now he's balling. I mean, he's that's what you, the spark plug for you know you throw in that six dude. I mean, he brings it for that second unit. Mm-hmm. And yeah. a, couple, a couple of them do. Davion Mitchell plays great D. Yep. I mean, I don't know if you watch Steph, like how much he has to move with these dudes in his hip pocket, but it 
Steph's cardio is impressive how much he doesn't, you know, they've shown how he's always moving around. That is a good call with his cardio. Um, but the Warriors do a good job of, of setting the screens, and Draymond is so smart with the ball up top or, you know, the back cuts and whatever he has to do to, or throw his ass out at someone, it always frees up those guys. <laughs> yeah, he, he is he is good at passing the ball. Um, well, Steph and Clay, no, not a huge surprise here. That they lead the NBA in uh, attempts and three balls made. Um, they were one and two. So, I mean, those guys chucker up. Mm-hmm. They shot 53 balls the first game. That's a small amount. It's probably too many. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, um, they have to go back to the big uh, Bay Area now. And um, I was talking to a friend. I'm like, mm, the spread will probably be. Minus seven, and hello. Guess what the spread is? Minus seven, and ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready for your best bet. <laughs> so I've been saying this for quite some time now. When the War Dogs are at home against anyone, and the line is minus seven or less, which you never see it less unless Steph's out. It's an automatic fire away on the War Dogs. <laughs> so I have a feeling the War Dogs win this game seriously by at least 15. Might even be in the 20s. Mm. So the best bet is the War Dogs minus 7. And let me add on to that a little bit. For Let's just say at halftime they're down a little bit or it's, a li- you know, it's close and close being like within 4. Load up again. Double up on the War Dogs. Because the second half, it's peace out ball game. So my prediction is they either blow them out from the get go or right after halftime, kiss it good night. Yeah, the the officiating was was it was a little up and down, like especially last night. It's like some some ticky tack things they'd let go, and then they'd call someone out by half court, like on the ball, and then Draymond gets ejected, and that, that's just. Something like that changes the whole end of the game. Yeah, I know that was a little too bad because you want to see the best players on the court. Sabonis gave it the whole the soccer flop and, <laughs> and the dramatics, and they, they fell for it. And they still went to the video. I thought maybe they'd keep it as a flagrant one and let him stay in the game, but his reputation probably got him there, right? And so he's done, <laughs> and he's just f bombing the guy behind the bench. <laughs> the, the sack fans were not having it. Just going, yeah, you're, you're an effing pussy. You and I were talking before we hopped on the air there that there's a guy in uh, on the Kings. He was like halfway up the first level, and he was in a Kings tank top, kind of like a bigger dude, looked a little rough around the edges, and he like was a Harley type dude. Yeah, and he was throwing the the birds up. To Draymond, and you could just, and Draymond's yelling back at him, and you could just, they both wanted to rip each other's heads off. He always, Draymond always gets the clap going, like up around his chest. He's like, yeah. Well, I think he even put like the, the hand next to the ear, like Hulk Hogue used to do. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> he was really trying to get the crowd Actually, into it. Actually, Draymond could do some WWE stuff when, when he wraps it up. <laughs> Good call. Good call. <laughs> um, before we sign off here, I, I, I came across a couple interesting stats. Um, first of all, this is the first time that all four California teams have made the playoffs. Um, I mean, we know one of the reasons is because the Kings haven't made it in 19. And conversely, uh, this is the first time that no teams from Texas have made it. Spurs, Rockets, or Mavs. Oh, wow. They didn't make it. So... 
Um, Texas. Wonder who they're going for. Wonder who who they're cheering for now. Maybe the Suns. That's the next closest. I don't know. Everyone's just trying to tank to get that uh, Wimbaya kid. You know, he's like the seven foot three. Oh yeah, I did see something interesting with him. I saw him shoot a three ball. Okay, and then he moseyed on in and followed it up. Yeah, he missed it, and he 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 dunked it by the time he got to the board. Like he yeah, all in one motion. That's pretty crazy. He's super long. Yeah, super long. He once again needs to hit the weights. I mean, he. From like last year to this year, I think he grew two inches. It's like he went from like seven one to seven three. No way. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know what country is he in. I think he's in France right now. Okay. Yeah, for France, every once in a while, for not being a very big country, produces some ballers. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a worldwide game now, right? That's right. That's right. It is. Yeah, but these are. You know, I love watching these games. That everyone's effort and stuff is so much more intense. It is. It's fantastic. And what's great about it is that there's games every night. How legit is that? Yeah. Yep. And back to the Warriors too. Get, getting better here. Coming back home. Also, Wiggins um, is going to look better. He's he's great on defense, man. They throw him on Fox on the ball. Yeah. So Steph can get the blow on that end. I mean, he's six eight and athletic. I mean, he's hard to get around. Speaking of that, you're right. So even though he's not a role player, but what what you'll find historically is role players play. You know, this isn't a big surprise, but uh, role players play better at home, and then when they go on the road, they struggle a little bit more. So, like your boy Pool here, who you were knocking, he'll probably do a lot better at home. And then Malik Monk, I noticed uh, his props uh was over 15 points last night and i have a feeling because he's blown over that the last two nights um or he really blew over at game one when he scored 32 and it was 14 for 14 from the free throw line but i bet you if they keep those props again for malik they might even try to juice it up to 17 a little bit i would lean with malik under his prop um when they go to the warriors on thursday night Hmm. Yep, another one there for you. Yeah, I get it. These guys on the road are, are two different animals. So, mm-hmm. Pool, you better bring it, buddy. That's a lot of chips you're bringing home. <laughs> he will. The War Dogs are just going to pound him. I mean, it's going to be, see you later. GP2's getting some, some Dude, solid minutes. Is that guy a whole different player? When he, I mean, he was real solid last night. He was like 15 points, and he only missed two shots. He's like, he just looks like a baller when he plays with the Warriors because no one's paying attention to him, too, you know? Yeah, and it's just kind of the the product of the offense and stuff. Those guys move, and someone up top like Draymond is so smart and, like, just finds the cutter. It's like, bloop, there he is for, like, the oop or, like, the, the bounce pass dunk. That's what's funny that, um, you know, he obviously got the jeans from his pops, the glove, Gary Payton, but uh, he's got way more hops than Gary did. For sure. I mean, Gary could barely dunk. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, literally, like, he'd get a steal back in the day, and, and it was almost just kind of like lay it over the rim. His son, fortunately, got the hops. Yeah. That's sweet. He brings it. Yeah, he does. Yep, looking forward to that one. That one's Thursday night. Well, that's it. That's the best bet. And that's what I've got for us so far, big guy. I'm not sure if you have anything else. No, I like those. Um, you know, the East kind of needs to get through a few more of these rounds for me to kind of really take notice mm-hmm. i think the celtics will be just fine trey was jacking it up they're hard to watch like you said <laughs> uh hopefully Giannis is fine i you know the heat <clears throat> heat might win a couple though you know they already got one how about this 
Um, are you still confident with the Warriors to come out of the West, even though they're down two right now? I am. Yep. So am I. So am I. They say that what what's the the saying in the playoffs? It doesn't start until someone wins, wins on the road. Yep. So that's what Big Steph was quoted as saying last night. He goes, "Come on, guys." He's like, we're heading back to the Bay Area and get ready because we're the hardest squad to beat on their home court, no doubt. And if someone wants to help me out and throw 25 in, I'd really appreciate it. <laughs> no kidding. Holy cow. That's a hint, hint. Clay, let's get her going, bud. <laughs> yeah, and big lake of the owners like, hey, guys, we're 500 mil over the tax <laughs> luxury here. Yeah, we're paying you guys some big chips. Time to get some W's. We need some more home games out of this. <laughs> That's right. So what's the recap on on the bets? So the recap is just uh, we're taking the War Dogs minus the seven Thursday night. Um, like I said, if they're not way ahead or they're even behind at halftime, double it up because they're going to be coming out steaming. And then um, I have a strong lean with Malik Monk going under his points that night. Um, I think it'll probably be around the 16 or 17 range, and I bet you he goes below. But that's a lean. Okay. Yep. And then what about the Suns one? The Suns Clips? Didn't you like that? No, no, I just, I, it wouldn't surprise me if they blew out the Clips, oh. but the line's seven and a half, and I don't want to mess with that. Got it. But do take into consideration the stat that we have that typically the winning team, you know, 90% of the time, the point spread doesn't even come into play. Yep. Take that with you guys, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, and then also keep an eye on the uh, Twitter and Instagram for the updates from Bolt at Bolt Brady Picks in case the lines move or something. He'll he'll let you guys know what he's thinking day of the games. But I think that'll do it for this week for the hoops. We'll come at you guys next Tuesday and keep it rocking. We will catch you guys next time. See ya.